Hi, it's nice to see you. Um, I suppose that you're always a, a very, sorry, you yeah, <laughs> you're always a, a very positive person, uh, especially when it comes to your team. But how much has last weekend's result and the comeback sort of just given everyone a boost in and around the club as well as the players? Um, yeah, I mean, I think, uh, you know, I hope the lads believe that they can, um, you know, they can, they, they can score goals. It can be a good team when they put their minds to it. And, and, um, and okay, you know, it's some of the things we showed in that game are, are, are more of the things we have to show towards the end of the season. And, um, I think I think it's something we spoke about a lot, but at the moment it's it's really um, it's it's a result issue for us. <clears throat> in in many games we've shown the same signs as against Fulham um, in terms of you know finishing either strongly or being in the game until the end. But for for us it's really a case of you know turning these um, moments into result, and and that's maybe a positive step for this one. So how much of it is saying that is is belief then the belief that 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 can happen yeah belief is always there belief you know when you start this when we start the championship season like start of last season and and all of our players are, are gone and you have to gear up for a new season you know the the starting ingredient of everything is always belief so that's that was there at the time that's there right now and that's gonna that's still gonna be there always and um and and on the side of belief you need to have a good doses of hard work and so these ingredients are there is 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 nothing about the basics need more than belief when you go to Anfield so what is giving you that optimism that you can get something from this game no because it's football because <laughs> things happen in in the game and um and and the starting point of a game like this is always the the to well we know on you go to Anfield, you've got to do everything everything right and you've got to have a few things going your way as well. So, um, But the biggest thing we can control is is what we have to do on the day and, and, and that's what that's how we prepare for that game. Yeah, that brings me on to something that we never really like to ask about, but obviously we've seen the Premier League come out with a report into VAR over the last 24 hours. 20 errors so far this season. I know we've spoken quite passionately about the subject before, but do you feel as though the system is currently working as it should? No, if, if you've only made 20 mistakes in the whole season, then it's fine, you know. Um, <laughs> it's it's something I, I, I don't want to get dragged into because um, I think in a position I'm in a position now where it's important that we we don't seem to be deflecting. Uh, I have to be looking at what I can do, I have to be looking at what my players can do and everything around it. I think if you go back through each and every game, the post-match analysis that we've done, you will see what kind of the trend is in what I've said this season. But to bring it back now, you know, is um, it's not relevant for me. You said after the Luton game, there are no consequences if, if things aren't right with the VAR decision. If, you know, so I'm just wondering uh, what changes if there are any changes you'd like to see made that would actually make just the system work better? I don't know. You're, you're, you're asking valid questions. So there's, there's nothing wrong with the questions, but you're asking it to the wrong person at the moment in terms of, I, I haven't spent a single second of my day thinking about how they should adapt policy towards a VAR. That's, um, um, I just don't have the time for that. I, I, I just hope 
that they get it right. And um, and I just hope that towards the end of the season, it all balances out. And in the end, um, I, I, I mainly don't want to be... There's moments where you can reflect on these things, but I, I, I feel when, when we are where we are, one thing we can't do is deflect or give the impression to deflect and, and we have to be responsible for our own destiny and, and all these things. Hopefully it balances out. Thank you. Thank you. Vincent, nice to see you again. Um, Hi there. You're a renowned winner, of course. You're used to that situation. You're well through the season now. How difficult has, has it been for you to embrace a challenge where you're not winning? I... I get to learn about myself as well and I I like what I see of myself in a difficult situation, you know, um, your start, I think every, every, every single job or every single new chapter you start with an idea of how you want to be when you're at your best and how you want to be when you're at your lowest and, and, and but to follow the course when all the emotions kick in and all the the forces of the outside world is really difficult, really, really difficult. And from my side, I know I prefer to win. But in a situation like this, I think, you know, I've, I've not lost a, a single bit of motivation. I, I've not lost clarity about the situation. I've not lost the, the, the sense of, of responsibility, but as well um, belief. So that's why I don't want to deflect. I, I'm not going to start saying about the things we should have done we should have had more or you know it's there against us these are against us it's it's us and and so that side of it i'm it, you know it's not affected me in, in my happiness of doing the job uh, but it just it, it just focuses you even more and that's why i'm saying my, my my days are consumed with how we can get it right how we can you know give that little extra push that that tilts us over the top of performances and, and where we get results You'll certainly need your focus this weekend. Um, what are, are your experiences at Anfield and how can you use them and help maybe your team to, to embrace the challenge? Now, I've, I've learned as well this year that, I, I, I'll put it this way, so last year, for example, in the Championship, when we were the bigger team, most away games were really, um, um, there was an edge to it, you know. And it was similar when, when I was a player for Man City and we used to go to Anfield and, and all these other places. Um, but I have to be honest, when you're, when you're not the biggest, when you're not the favourites and you're travelling away, quite often, um, you know, it's the other team who has to create the tempo, it's the other team who has to create the momentum. So that, that's a little bit of a difference that you have between um when 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 you're traveling to these places as a top team and when you're traveling to these places as you know the team that they have to that they have to be if if that makes sense so i guess in a nutshell um what 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 i want what i guess what i guess i want to say is that i've learned that not all my experiences as a player are necessarily valid uh traveling with bernie as a manager it's not always the same and, and coach to coach, what about the prospect of uh, taking on Jurgen Klopp on his own patch? It's been it's been one of the privileges of this league, facing all these these great managers, and 
you know, seeing as well the, the, the quality of the work and the quality of their players as well, but at the same time being able to, to measure yourself against that. So it'd be um, something I'm looking forward to again, for sure. Is it somebody you're familiar with personally? Is he somebody that you've had uh, plenty to do with in the past? No, just from playing against his, team, his teams for the past. A good ch chunk of that 20 years he's been a manager for, you know, so it started in Germany already for me because um, I was in Germany at that time for playing for Hamburg. And who, is as a, who he is as a person has always lived in every team he's coached and that's, that's something that I've seen for 20 years. Thanks very much. Thank you. Thanks, Ivan. Hi, Vinny. Um, just on Liverpool, what have you made of of their season this year? Obviously, a lot of people talk about the Liverpool 2.0 and the way they've changed their playing personnel, but they're coming into this game off the off the back of a, a pretty, you might want to say, damaging defeat at, at Arsenal for them. Yeah, but in terms of if I compare the the Liverpool the Liverpool teams I played against and the Liverpool team I'm seeing now, for me that they're there and thereabouts again. You know, um, it's clear, and it has nothing to do just with results. It has to do with how the team moves. You know, the 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 the, the confidence they have when 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 they are pressing, when they're on the front foot, the uh, the players and players who are still getting some somewhat integrated as well, some of them, you know, how, how quickly they've assimilated the ideas of the better Liverpool sides we've seen in recent times. And 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 it's it's normal, it's part of, of how you turn a squad around, is I guess you're you evolved they've evolved as well a little bit, especially in um in uh in how they they how they treat possession. Um, but the key ingredients are, are, are back from what I can tell, you know. Just with your team, Vinny, now the January transfer window is out of the way, do you know your best starting eleven? <laughs> when you have three new players in, that's always, you know, that's always something that has to play out, you know. Um, but we're at a stage of the season where we, we're, we're, you know, we've got a lot of clarity, of course. Mm. Um, Set pieces, obviously, the slight issue this season with the fact you've conceded 10 direct from set pieces. What have you done to, to kind of change that, if you like? I think it's also a skill. I think we, we put a lot of time into it. That's, there's no, it's not for a lack of ideas or a lack of, of time on the training ground. Um, but it's also a skill, you know. Um, we've had many, many chances from set plays, actually, as well. You know, we're, we're one of the, the most positive teams in terms of chance creation for set plays. Um, but putting it in the back of the net is a skill. And, and you know, it's no different than other aspects of our game. Um, the key thing is to, um, to keep, you know, to keep working towards making that, 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 that progress. It's the only way we can, it's the only way we can improve it. How much can your system change during a match it it depends i mean you know at, at at your most creative best you can change a lot it depends a little bit on on how much of the game you actually that this this what i think because i want to answer the question properly you re you really have to diff you really have to make um you really have to have a good understanding of the level of opposition that face each other so when you're at equal level, 
at times that little tactical change will make the whole difference. Or when you're a dominant side, the the change, a change in position, a change in, in, in a detail that's happening on the pitch will make a big, big difference. It will open up spaces. When you're facing teams that are, that are at times stronger than you and, and have got that little bit more on you, it's, it's, it's a fine balance. You know, that little bit of a change might not be more important than just the principles being solid and, 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 and the team actually behaving in a collective way. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does, yeah. It's, no. it's, it's a big, I mean, you guys have seen it last year, you know, I, I could have named you three or four shapes in, in one half at times. And that's not a problem. It's, it gives you that little bit of an advantage. That's why probably the top teams of this world, when they play each other, that, that, that makes the whole difference for us. You know, when you're facing players like Haaland and you're playing, you're facing that quality of players, it's, it, it's, it's more about your collective and how you, how, how together you keep yourself in the game. Just finally for me, Vinnie, how optimistic do you feel about surviving? The, the margin for error is, is narrowing by the game, isn't it? Yeah. So You've given you, the answer you, in the yeah, question. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I look. I I told you it's for me. It's a discipline to not only show belief, to really believe, and to um, to to consistently try and still stay on that path that 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 allows you to I don't know maybe have a run, have a turn of of fortune because it's it's been at time nothing more than that. And um, the the reality is easy to to picture, but you know I've been long enough in the game to be a part of exceptional achievements, and 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 at times that's how you have to look at it. You know the opportunity to have an exceptional achievements, but um, the 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 magnitude of the challenge, of course, it's it's clear for everyone to see. So there's no reason for me to to go and highlight that even more. Thanks, Vinny. All the best okay. for the weekend. Thank you. Hi, Vinny. Um, Manuel Benson's still here, didn't leave uh, last month. What does he need to do now to get back in, in your plans? And what would you be your message for him? No, like everyone else, I, I, I think my message, not just to him, but to the entire team, is that I'm, I'm only focused on, on the team now. You know, I, I think with everyone, I've, I've tried to have the individual approach because I think it's the right thing to do in terms of making sure that, you know, everyone has a chance to, um, to, to have clarity about their future. So that's that's done. We've done that during the transfer window. Um, transfer window is done and, and now we only focus on, on the team. So um, I think we're at a stage of the season as well where we literally want only one thing is, is just winning football matches and uh, whichever name gets us there, I'll be just as happy, you know. Yeah, the, the three players have been injured by uh, Duckland and Taylor. How, how are they doing? Any of those likely back for this weekend? Um, yeah, hopefully I'm quite positive on Delcroix and, and, and Taylor. We'll, we'll see if the final training session goes to plan. But um, yeah, hopefully it's, it's positive news, but we'll see. Can I just ask about uh, Luca Cogliosho? You did say he might get back at the back end of the season. Is that mm -hmm. still on, on schedule? Is he doing okay? Yes, but with a long-term injury, well, I think he still has a, a crucial phase to go through, which is, you know, return to pitch. So he's not there yet, so we'll see. Thanks, Mark. Ian, media. 
Um, can I ask, uh, David Fafana, prior to the debut at City, hadn't had any football for about a month. Is he f ready to start games? Could we see him start on the weekend? It's a good question. I mean, he had, he had some solid game time in the top five league in Europe. So, um, but, but to be honest, we'll, we'll see those, those discussions. I kind of don't want to start them too early in the week. I want them to get through the week and do what they have to do. And then tomorrow afternoon, it's, it's something I will, uh, will think about further. Spoken about facing Liverpool in the past, obviously Manchester City had some very close title battles with Liverpool. You were part of one of them that went to the final day. Yeah, more than one. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel Jurgen Klopp made City better when, when you were there? Yeah, you have to. That's what happened in, in, in these type of title battles. It's, you know, when you've got three three months left to the season and you know you have to win your next 15 games or whatever, <laughs> that that you know it means you 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 treat wins differently you know it's wins are just like one step because you know you've got 14 more games to win you've got 13 more games to win and and it, it seemed to be that way for for a number of years and good that was that, that was my playing days I'm, I'm a manager now so uh, I have a different focus of course but definitely it gets the best out of you one other thing I wanted to ask Obviously, we know now that Jurgen will be leaving at the end of the season. You were in that situation when Manuel Pellegrini was going to be leaving. What impact does that have in a dressing room? I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's not happened once to me. It's happened a couple of times when I was a player. It's, um, it's different everywhere. And uh, <clears throat> it's difficult to say. <laughs> I, can, I, can't, I can't go and make any statement to predict how they're going to finish the season. To be honest, I don't know. You'll find out when you find out. But it's also, in all honesty, not too much my, my concern. You know, um, I wish him and, and, and them after our game as much good fortune as they need. But for me, you know, the priority is, is what we do on the day. But do you feel it had any impact on that City team when, when you knew that Manuel was leaving? I don't know, but we, we knew that the replacement was Pep, you know, so it's not like I can't say that all of a sudden you go and think like <laughs> we can chill now. He can't say anything anymore. No, it's um, there's so many factors, but as well, you're dealing with exceptional professionals. You know, you get to a level where some players should be able to police themselves, police the dressing room like it'd be players set standards for themselves not the manager does but not just the manager play play do, players do that as well and and so everything's a test but I, the, the honest answer is i don't know okay thank you um, you've mentioned in previous weeks that uh, a loss at the top of the table can be more significant than a loss when you're fighting towards the bottom. Would you say for that reason then that it's maybe beneficial to be playing Liverpool a week after they've just lost? Um, yeah. Do you know what? Let's frame the thing different. Let's say two wins at the top of the table have less impact than two wins at the bottom of the table. So we frame it positively. Right. We don't devalue the meaning of a loss. Loss is, is rubbish. It's, it's not nice, but um, I, I, I don't know. They always say big teams never lose twice in a row. So these, these guys are there for a reason. Um, 
but I can't, I can't be dragging too much context into it. Like I'm focused on my team. I know it's a big, big challenge that they've got, they've got a team at, ho at home that's always able to, um, to perform to the highest level. And, um, and I don't want to drag much more into it. It's, uh, it's a game where everything has to be perfect anyway for us.